Welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast. Yes, sir. We're back. We're back. G-Man's got them flows that's replenishing. And grams of that dro, that's my medicine. I've never been afraid of other MCs because I diminish them. Mortal Kombat say to mine, nigga, because I finish it. I'm a creep so deep like a heartbeat, like a bench player. Man, you never want to start me. Not hardly do you ever scar me. Still, I smoke blunts like I was with Bob Marley. It's ungodly how I go hard. See, pass me the car. Let's go fucking party. Okay? Yo, 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 guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Head Podcast. HQ, up in this bitch, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're back with another episode. And this time, we got a new segment here for y'all. We're going to interview a young group by the name of UA The Duel from Utah. What up? Go ahead and yo, introduce yo. yourselves, guys. Thanks for having us. Um, Wally from UA The Duo, younger brother, younger half. What's, yo, up? what's up? I'm Slow Mo with uh, UA The Duo, or the half of the, of the rap group. Well, welcome, guys. We appreciate you guys coming on, reaching out to us. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. We really appreciate you guys reaching out. You know, this, I think we've told y'all before, you know, it's our first interview. So we really appreciate you guys, you know, reaching out to us. So Yeah, no, absolutely. Likewise, yeah, yeah. you know, thanks, thanks for, for having us. Guys. Thanks for reaching back and, and helping us get this done. For sure. For giving us the opportunity. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right. So you guys are from Utah by way of Southern California. Uh, go ahead and sp- you guys want to speak on that a little bit. Tell us about your, a little bit about your origins. Yeah, go ahead, Mom. Yeah, so uh, we're originally from Southern California, uh, a small a small city called Oxnard, which is in Ventura County. Um, bigger cities are like Santa Barbara, you know, and and uh, we're not too far from Los Angeles, so we're you know that Southern California area. You know, beaches close by, but we grew the up on a lot of. Uh, you know, Cali rap, West Side Connection, Dre, Snoop, you know, you just can get away from those guys. NWA, it was just like, it was just like a regular thing. And then whatever was popping, you know, on the radio at the time, Nelly and all those guys. But yeah, now we're, now we're here in, in Utah. We've yep. been here for, for about 10 years now. So it's not new to us or anything. Kind of like a second home at this point. And and yeah, you know, we've been we've been working and grinding since. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, and I guess, you know, how old were you guys when, when you, if you don't mind me asking, when you guys came over from, from Cali? So I was pretty much a teen when I got to Utah, um, middle school. OK. And uh, Wally, he's he's a few years younger than me. So he was still I was elementary. Yeah, elementary school, third grade. And and pretty much uh, like I said, our, our uncle's the one that came out here first. Then he kind of talked our parents into it, and then that's kind of how we ended up over here. So we didn't really have much family, you know. So Wally and and so I would you know pick up Wally from school, and you know we would we were pretty much close, and you know till we started making friends and all, and and all that. But yeah, we were we were still pretty young, about thirteen, I would say. Yep. So, so which which one of you guys is, is the one that started rapping first? I'm, I'm assuming the older brother is the one who probably got yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so so me and Wally, we actually have an older brother. He's older than I am. Okay. He started rapping before we did, but he's actually a producer. So he was making beats. Mm. Um, he had a beatboxing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, some homies they would beatbox. You know, we shared a room, so we would bunk. You know, and I had the top bunk, and and so at night, you know, I just. I'd be up hearing them, you know, and, and so that's kind of what gravitated me towards like just the whole process of it, you know. 
making the beat beatboxing. He had a homie that come and rap over the beatbox, you know. So it was it was dope. Yeah, and then you know, I got an older brother myself, and it's always like, you know, as a younger brother, you always want to be doing what your older brother's doing. Yeah, you soak yeah. up that game, bro. You're just, You're just watching. Play. Nah, that's a fact. Yeah. Actually, we we've we've discussed it many times on the show before, but my big brother is the one that got me into hip hop as well. And actually started out with Wu Tang, so of course you know I'm oh, a, little, a little a little elementary nigga running around listening yeah. to Wu Tang. <laughs> to yeah, bro. We we've all been there, bro. With all the rap, bro. <laughs> That's funny, bro. All right, well, you guys were saying um, you have a lot of a lot of stuff that y'all listen to East Coast West, what uh, East Coast West Coast, everything around. You yep. uh, you you dropped like Nelly and a couple of the other uh, a couple of West Coast artist names, but who else would you say are like your main influences when it comes to you personally making music? So, I'll, I'll do mine and then Wally can. can yeah, I'll, his. I'll touch on that. Um, okay. But as far as like my my personal influence, it's man, it's grown so much over the years. It started off with like. Like my one of my favorites, all time favorites was Ice Cube. So Ice Cube was was, you know, like he came out here one time and, and I was able to catch him. It was him and Snoop. Uh, I caught both of them live. So it was it was pretty dope. Another another big one was Three Six Mafia. Three Six Mafia was another big Super group heavy. that I that I really got into probably in like oh six, oh seven. So I mean they were already they had already done so much. And it was right before like the whole hustle and flow, and then that kind of like even sucked me in even more. Yeah, you know, like, and so three six was a, a heavy influence for sure, and I think it still is to this day. Your guy's song uh, SAS yes. reminds me a lot about. It ha- it, I feel like it has kind of like a like, we incorporated know, like, that, bro. Yeah, because yeah. the, the three six sound like the the Memphis like, like that yeah. dirty sound. Uh-huh, yeah, and no, I definitely yeah. heard that, so for sure. Oh, it's just a, he- yeah, it's just such a heavy sound, bro. It's it's just a, it's hard, man. We you love know, that we just sound, can't bro. get away from <laughs> it, you know? And you could argue, right, that, like, a lot of, uh, you know, the Young Dolphs and Key Glocks right now, yep. you know, a lot of that, that, that deep, uh, you know, trap sound is influenced yep. by that Memphis 3-6 uh, sound. That's yeah, the absolutely, bro. Shit, so. And, you yeah, know, and then. The, the bangers, bro. Exactly. Hell yeah. Definitely. I was like, y'all just became friends. <laughs> <laughs> nah, and, and, you know, and, and, you know, we seen that uh, you guys actually even did a song with with Crunchy Black. Yeah, we did. Yeah. How yeah, was that, did. man? How was that? Super Shit, man, bro. It it was hard not to fan out, bro, when it was all coming together. Like <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie, dude. Um, so we actually flew to Chicago. We had to fly to oh. Chicago to meet up with him, and then we shot the video. Awesome. We stayed there like a week. Yeah, it we, took us around, you know, took us to all the we good went bowling. Spots. That shit was tight, bro. It was you know, lit. <laughs> they played the song at the club. You know, we did a little performance bro, people there. knew it, too. Like, they, they knew it. Uh, it hadn't even yeah. dropped yet. So it was like, man, it was crazy. Oh, First time hype. in Chicago, it was lit. Yeah, that's got to be hype as hell. It was dope, man. Real, though. So much love. It was crazy. Now, speak, uh, speaking of country black, country, uh, crunchy <laughs> black. I don't know why I can't talk today. Um... <laughs> Y'all have some pretty ho- uh, high-profile features on some of y'all songs. Like I saw y'all had uh, was Jaron Jaron Benton, yeah. on one track. Y'all have Crunchy, Flip and it was a flip of the skipper or something like that. Skip it a flip. There you go. Yeah. Fucking it up. Fucking up everything today. <laughs> <laughs> but um, how did you guys get such you know high-profile people to to work with you guys? How, um, how were you able to do that? 
so so the first the first little taste that we got was crunch yeah um, that was real. and that was kind of like a whole leap of faith man there was just somebody that a mutual friend that we had and i didn't even know he knew crunch and i hit him up one day and i was like yo bro like what's up with all these pics with crunch you know like do you know him or something and he's like yeah that's my big bro you know and i was like yo what the fuck you know and i and i told him like yo he's hard i'm a big fan we make music and i kind of laid it on him and i'm like if there's some way you could connect us that'd be dope you know and then he asked me for my phone number and and dude probably like a week later i i i get a message from him he's like yo answer your phone and I was working at the time, so I looked down at my phone. I had two missed calls, and and I get another call. It's the same number, so I answer, and it's Crunch on from the other Chicago. line. He was calling from Chicago. Yeah, and, and I was expecting like it might be like his manager or something, but it was him calling me on the phone, and and I and I recognized the voice right away, and I was like, oh, what the fuck? And I and I found out a little bit, you know, and then I was like, Crunch, what's up, you know, and. And kind of laid it on him that we made music as well, but we were fully independent. Yep. You know, so I'm like, we're not backed by a label or anything. Everything we're doing is, is you know, we're out budgeting for it out of our own right. pocket. And so he understood, you know, he, he, he liked the fact that I came at him with, with tons of respect, you know, first and foremost. And then he was willing to work, dude. And, and he's like, send me something tonight. He gave me his phone number, his email. And I hit up Wally as soon as we hung up. We didn't have anything, bro. We yeah. had to write something from scratch. Oh, I bet. I bet you guys. We didn't even have a beat, tight. bro. We didn't have we a didn't beat. Have no nothing. fucking we had beat, to, nothing. We had a guy we were working with at that time. So we just hit him up. We're like, yo, we need something. And he sent <laughs> something. And we're like, yo, this bangs. So we got to work, bro. And I think within that same day, we sent verse. Open verse, yeah. And then he called slow-mo. After we sent the the track. Right. And what happened, bro? Let him know what happened. <laughs> so, so yeah, because he's, he's, he's a little, uh, he's kind of like old school, you know? He'll call on the phone. I I would try to text him, and he'd text like one or two words back. <laughs> Otherwise, he'd just call if it's longer than that, you know? Yeah, and for real. Straight old nigga move, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like, I'll just so call you. <laughs> calls me on the phone, songs playing in the background, and he's like, yo, this, this shit's this is jamming in the motherfucker and i quote and i said oh hell yeah you know he's like let's we're do it we're and in like, bet he he laid his verse quick too bro for real a couple days calls me and and he's like yo uh, what do you guys go by again and at the time we went by underground ambitions was the full name mm-hmm. and uh you know he shouted us out on the verse yep and um let's go I told him, yo, this shit's fucking hard. I send him the final mix down and he calls me again and he's like, yo, we have to do a video to this. He's the one yeah. that brought it up. He brought it up. Yeah. And okay. and I was like, yo, and, and, and I, I knew he had a house in Vegas, you know, from like just reading, reading mm-hmm. and shit. Yeah. And uh, and so I, I always thought he was in Vegas, which is only like a six hour drive from where we're at. Max. And I'm like, yo, if he's in Vegas, easy, you know, we could we'll just drive pull up, down there in a day you get know, her and stay a couple days, shoot the video. But he's like, nah, I'm in Chicago. And I'm like, yo, that's that's different, you know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> For real. and I, I told him, when are you going to be back down in Vegas? And he's like, it's going to be a few months. I'd rather get this done now. I don't want to I don't want to let this die down. Die down. Yeah. I said, bet if it's like that let's get it done 
I think we flew out in a few weeks, a few weeks from that conversation. Like two weeks from We there. booked the flights, booked the hotel, got everything coordinated with Crunch. We touched down and then we hit them up like, yo, we're here. What do you want to do? <laughs> hey, but let, let me ask you some shit, I guess. I'll, I'll Hell yeah. Whatever. Let's do it. So I know you guys, you got, you guys are familiar with DJ Vlad? Yes, sir. He <laughs> just got Crunch on there. Yeah, I was about to say, did you, you guys seen the Crunchy Black? Uh, we did see that, bro. Yep, yep. Oh, he made like a media comeback. <laughs> Dog. That's I was a- happy to see that, bro. It was yeah, super dope to see that. For sure. Like, like to me, it was like, like, like I said, you know, it's always good to see somebody that I guess you've seen, you know, before he and, and he might not be, you know, I guess as prominent as he was back then, but still it's good to see that he's still out here, you know what I mean? he's yes, still doing good, absolutely, bro. Absolutely, bro. And, and he's still sharp and everything, you know what I mean? And, still yeah. sharp, bro. And, oh yeah, and I don't know that that was just I guess seeing that interview kind of just made me wonder like damn he he kind of seems kind of like a, a wild kind of eccentric type of dude. So bro, he's curious. wild, but he's like a humble OG, bro. Yeah. Like we walked around the fucking hood in Chicago with him, like to go to hit the corner <laughs> store to go get a brew. Like right. he'd be like, yeah, we could just walk, and we'd fucking walk, bro. We just <laughs> walk together, like just me, my bro, and him. So straight home. I know y'all had the moments where, like, let's say, you know, that shit just happened. Y'all must have looked at each other like, yo, we really chilling with Crunchy Black right bro, here. Bro, it's so dope because... Bro, Throughout me, the whole time, bro. I'm younger than Mo, bro, and I know Mo's been... He had all their CDs when I was yeah. growing up. Like, sure. So to know that he bumped them all the time in our household, and mm-hmm. that was something that we looked up to. Honestly, yeah. he, he told me with his own words that my flows reminded him of Lord Infamous, R.I.P. Oh, like, yeah, hell yeah. The fact that he even said that, hell yeah. I, I was grateful, bro, because I'm like, damn, and a super OG, he went From up. Crunch, bro. From Crunch's mouth. Showing us. Telling them. Young Hispanic dudes, you know, like. Of course. Showing us love. That's so dope from an OG, bro. That's love like shit, man. Hey, not it's funny, right, because y'all dynamic, I guess, kind of reminds me of me and my brothers, because my brother, he's he's older than me. I'm mm-hmm. 20, I'm 27 and my brother is 32, 33. See, oh, and that's okay, how yeah. Mo and our older brother. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, yeah. yeah. But but I'm 22. Way, He's 27, bro. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But but either way, I still have that like, that chemistry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and and again, same shit. You know, when I was younger, my brother would be listening to Three Six when I was you know way too young to even understand what the fuck he was talking about. I can about. slap on my nah. I can't <laughs> Bro, that shit was bumping, bro. Hell yeah. And even even all like the underground tapes and all the that. The underground shit. tapes, yep. Mm-hmm. With the chat and all that. Bro, even mm-hmm. now, like, I rem- I still ch- send slow-mo shit. I'll be like, bro, did you check DJ Paul's new shit? And I'll send them it. Like, they just have such a... that They just have such a big catalog, bro. From, yeah, bro, huge. If you just... 3-6 Mafia in general as a group has a big catalog. And even then if you break them down individually, it's fucking bigger, bro. It's like For real, Juicy though. J has his own shit. DJ Paul has his own shit. Crunch has his own shit. Crunch had his own shit. Project Pat, you know, like. LeChat had her own shit. Everyone. Yeah. Gangsta Boo. Yeah. For, even Gangsta Boo, she just did a whole tape with fucking Beat King My apologies. from Houston. No worries, no worries. She was, that shit was thumping. Nah, I, I, was, I was just asking them, um, well, first of all, I asked them about the, the DJ Vlad, Crunchy Black interview, and how, how was it, you know, chilling with Crunchy Black? Bro, he's just like he is on the interview. He's re- he's just like that, bro. That's funny. I love it when, like, an artist is actually how they are, like, how you perceive them on TV and shit, yeah, exactly. actually that way in real life. He For is real. so, yeah, he's humble. <coughs> he's humble 
I tell you the truth, one of the one of the people I want to meet the most is Jada Kiss, not just because he's one Same, of my favorite bro. rappers, Same. but anytime you see pictures or video of drunk Kiss, oh, yeah. it seems like you just it's the nigga you want to hang out with. Bro, bro, <laughs> me. Most recently me, was that most yeah, recently was that bad. battle that he had with Fabulous. Fab, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. he was, I was I was hearing that, bro. He was wilding out, man. No, I wanted he was to be lit, there. Bro. He was lit. He was he, he had like a drink every other song. I was like, this bro, is not I gonna end well, bro. No cap. I want to meet all of the locks. Honestly, I, that, that's all the best dream bro. right there. Sheik, yeah. All them, bro. They right. fire for sure. Hey, so, so so let me ask you guys, right? Um, since you guys are are in Utah now, how how's the music scene in Utah? You know, like because I know you guys have have somewhat of a following now, but like yeah. Other than how, how was the like the scene, just the music scene in general, or if there is one? So it was kind of old school music, bro. It was like <laughs> underground. Nobody in Utah, nothing like that. <laughs> yeah, no disrespect. That's funny, bro. That's good. Yeah, there was a lot of like boom bap, um, a lot of like Bay Area influence sounds, like Mac Dre and all Mac that Dre influence, style. like E Forty type, like that funky shit. Right. And then when me and Mo came together, which was like late 2014. I was already bumping like early trap, like before all these guys were big mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and Mo knew that was kind of what, what I was into. So mm -hmm. um, before we came together, we each kind of had a different sound, but then once we came together as a group, right. we kind of, we went with from boom bap to like trap. So we kind of introduced trap in the area. So okay. at first, even the shows were like, what the we fuck to, is this? Yeah, you know? they, they would kind of look at they were expecting different. some underground fucking like New York. Some backpack rap. You know? Backpack rap. And it's like we're coming in with some snares and quick mm. hi-hats, you know, and, and some three and six shit. Some, some energy fucking like. Yeah, it was energy know? driven, bro. So we we had to make sure we were nice and hype, like the beats were fucking banging. So nah, we, we had a pretty good success rate with the with the live shows. Yeah. I feel like the crowd was digging digging the trap sound since not not too many people were really doing that at the right. time. No, not at the time. And we were we were like pushing our music a lot. Like we would fucking print out our own flyers. We would still go put up flyers even though Yeah, we did we did like the whole thing. the whole legwork thing yeah, where we did leg work, print bro. posters, go to stores, fucking put posters up. Hey, can we leave a stack of flyers here? Stack yeah, of flyers? go ahead, yeah. you know, and 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 so we did all that. We we even our very first show, show that we did was for our our very first album called yeah. Work Reloaded. Yep. And uh, we printed hard copies of it. We um, rented the venue. We printed a hundred copies because we didn't know how we were gonna do, you know. So we printed a hundred copies, and we, you know we did the posters. We rented our own venue. We made custom tickets. Um, we made custom tickets and then we started promoting our own show. We all we over on bro. the local radio station, you know, like promoting the show. We, you know, we were having people share it. And then we were talking to people as we were handing the, the flyers yep. out and night of the show comes. Uh, we, we were telling people, yo, first, first hundred people here, get a free copy of the album with every purchase of their a ticket. hard copy. You know, yeah. We were, copy. we were doing the hard copy. And dude, we fucking sold out of albums. That's sold dope. out of albums. Yeah, it was lit. Super. Plus, lit. like an additional 150. We had almost 300 people. We sold out the venue because they even had to open the doors up so more people could fit in. So I, we had a packed fucking place, bro, for us. Yeah, it was and, lit, bro. And there was a club next door, 
and even they came from over. that club were they like came Yo, what's going on over here you know and, and people <laughs> it's ten dollars to get in and people right. were getting in you know like oh, oh yeah they had right, the cool. so it was like an indoor outdoor venue they had to open a big old garage to allow more people to see the stage so it was pretty dope bro was this your first show that yeah, wasn't that was our first show. That was our show first that show that we did ourselves. That we threw and ourselves. promoted ourselves. Our very first show, though, uh, Wally was still like, 18. he was in high school. I was 18, yeah. I was about to graduate. I was about to graduate. And it was a 21 plus show. Mm. And uh, one of my boys let me borrow his ID for my bro. To try know, to get me in. Hoping that it would work. And and they stopped him at the door. They were like, hey, wait, this a ain't you? wait a minute. That ain't Hold you. Hold up. Like, I'm performing. I'm on the ticket. I was, that's yeah. what I said. I was like, bro, like, I'll be in and out. I'm like, I in and out. I'm like, I won't like, drink nothing. I'll just go in, do it, and I'll. And I'm like, you can keep the door open so you can watch. And he's like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm guessing. I'm guessing. You know, this this that being you guys' first show. You know, you guys was all it's heartbreaking, bro. Then you're so ready for it, and then you get to the door. It's like, bro, we had we had merch printed out. We had all the whole nine. So the fact that they didn't let half of the group in. Yeah, pretty <laughs> fucking <laughs> shitty, bro. You think they make an exception for the people actually performing? You know, that's what I said. I'm like, I'm, up, I'm like, you I'm on the bill, so why not? But uh, anyway, so, we, I will say that y'all do have a really interesting sound because y'all really do have a lot of boom bap elements in y'all's yeah. music, but it is very heavily trap influenced. That was definitely one of the first things that I noticed about y'all music, and I noticed that it was a lot different, because, I mean, honestly, in my, and I always say this, and me me and my man's here, we always fight about it, but, like, I always say that there's, like, a lot of people who do trap music, but they don't really hit you with too many lyrics. Like, you'll yeah, get facts. some, just, like, some okay, entertaining shit, but they don't actually give you something that you're just like, oh, well, shit, there was way more to that than I thought. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you, man. No I problem. It. But speaking on concerts, especially since that's a bad experience, I was going to ask y'all about y'all's best and worst experiences at concerts. And while I'm assuming that was probably your worst experience. That was the worst. Yeah, that was definitely the worst. <laughs> but do you want to touch on the best one? One of the worst. That's one of the worst. One yeah. of the worst, yeah. We have one other one that that's up there. And mm-hmm. both Wally and I were there. And this was a show that we were doing with Kirko Banks. It oh, yeah. We a, opened up for Kirko Banks show okay. a few years ago. And... Um, it was a new promoter and, and super it was unorganized, super very unorganized. unorganized. 20 openers, you know, and it's like, like three hours of openers. Yeah, like four, four freaking hours. No exaggerations, like four hours of openers. Dude. I've been to a show like that. Standing yeah. around, you know, yeah. and, and the, the crowd gets tired, bro. Super tired. Honestly, and, we left and I was I was pissed because before that show, I didn't mean to cut you off. But for that show, I went to go see the clips. Yeah, I was oh, boosted. Nice. But we got there. Of course, doors open at 8. We didn't get there until like almost 10. But there was like until 2.30 in the morning, it was just opening acts. And we were just like, Very similar, bro. Very similar to what happened. Very similar, yeah. We would have stayed, but like my one boy who came with us forgot his ID. And we were like in Baltimore, which is like over an hour away from where we lived at. So like he was just basically chilling in the car, smoking up all my weed (laughs) while we were at the show. And basically all I did was listen to a bunch of terrible opening acts. Got some, uh, what was it? Like curry goat and then left. Like, cause there was a lady selling Jamaican food. Curry goat. (laughs) Hell yeah. Damn. Yeah, bro. Super similar. Like fucking Kirko didn't get there to like one 30 or two. And, and it at was first like, we were excited because uh, we're like, oh, yeah, we get to go on before Kirko. Who would have known that was at fucking one in the morning, you know, <laughs> and everyone's bored. Everyone, everyone was 
basically like, where's Kirko? they're like where's Kirko, where's Kirko? you know yeah. like, we don't want to see you guys and and it's understandable you know but it yeah, was that's hard to it was just hard to keep the energy and power through the set knowing that but we still did we still fucking push through it we still won a few we people still, over though yeah there was people getting at the lit. end we were we had a few people like hey man that was good you know and then it's like hell yeah you know we that, saw the we still get that validation come up yeah yeah, yeah. You still get that validation even after like everybody was just like, I get out today. today well, <laughs> yeah. There's always those people that pay attention, bro. There's yeah, always those people but, that but are even, watching. Even so, I always, I always say that that's a setup for you know any up and coming artist just because you know you don't get yourself a fair trials cheap. and tribulations, bro. It I comes with it. For it sure. comes with it. I, I bet because you know you got to think. You know, after you hear twenty uh, acts artists you've never heard of, regardless if they're good or not. At this point, you just want to hear the artists you came to see. Yeah, yeah, exactly. facts. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It, I'd just, be the same way too. I ain't even yeah. gonna lie. I would have been like Taro, and I would have, I would have dipped out. You know, like, yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna go home. I'm buy dead. A case, <laughs> holiday night for yeah. real. What, what oh. would you say? One of the biggest obstacles you guys have had to overcome as a group, as a musical group. Uh, biggest obstacles, I I guess uh, being Hispanic, dude. We just. We just automatically people Get automatically in, assume bro. we're like rapping like Lil Rob or, or Mr. Capone, or Mr. Capone, or, or and, and it's like, nah, man, like we're 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 you know, we we versatile, uh, bro. We're di- versatile. We've diversified, you know, like we can do much more than when than just rap, you know, like we could, we're we're great songwriters first and foremost. I think everything that we write is because we have a plan for it you know like like now and most recently everything that we write is because we we're either going to shoot a video for it or or it's because it's going to be a song that we're going to do something do when, big yeah. when we're going to perform you know or it's because it's a song we're going to try to get on some radio stations or something you know right. so, yeah. so i think we're we're kind of like grown out of just that category i feel like we're we're trying to just you know, we just want to do music and, and, and we just want to be treated like everybody else. Um, not get categorized as like Latino, Latin Latino rap or something. Rap, you know, yeah. like just like rap, we, bro. We, we just, just want to be rap, rap. <laughs> trap music, you know, like we trap know, music. We didn't, really get a good, we didn't really get a good representation the last time around with, uh, with our boy Takashi. Yeah, I, we don't, That's what bro. I'm saying, man. They be they over here be making us all look bad, you know? That's like, what I said, bro. You know what I mean? Like, like just him. It's just him. Uh-huh. And, and it's funny because at first, you know, I'm like, all right, you know, he's popping. He's probably one of the more popping artists right now. And I was free. proud for a moment. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Until you seen the fuck shit behind all of it. Yeah, so. bro. It was yeah. Bad. Oh, so, so, so I guess, you know, now that we, we, we touched on that, uh, how do you guys feel on, on the whole Takashi situation? And and even even though, you know, because I know you guys have seen he's. He's been dropping these songs that's getting yeah. millions and millions of views. So crazy, bro. Songs with Nicki, but but at the same time, you know, me and uh, and Cooper were talking about this on our one of our episodes earlier that that song that went number one had the biggest drop in Billboard history. Down, yeah, it did. Seven. So that's that goes to show you that people are in are, are tuned in for the antics, not necessarily for the music. Exactly. So, so and, it, it, you know, I I just want to you know commend you guys for focusing on the music and not necessarily being focused on any of the antics that like backs bro and and it's hard bro it is it's it's a bit of an uphill battle at this point because it does feel like a lot of the music industry now does revolve yeah around those antics antics. you know and 
and it's like it's so tempting but at the same time i i just like man slow you know bro. it's i rather get you know baby steps than than no steps at all so facts yeah. not definitely and it's always good to have some you know you can stand behind no matter what you know no matter what happens to it no matter who listens to it if you right. can stand behind it at the end of the day you'll be happy with what you made so i definitely no cap bro yeah definitely. absolutely let's see y'all y'all talk about latin rapper y'all talk about takashi when i think latin rappers i always go back to big pun but that just lets me that just shows my, my age. age we just listened to That's him yesterday boy. bro <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah! That is my guy. I, I fucked hard with him. In fact, I was glad. I honestly glad. thought that the Terror Squad was going to be the next biggest thing. I was Same. waiting on Cuban Link to drop his album back in the late yeah. '90s because I was like, all right, he's about to come out here and fuck up everything. And then, like, honestly, once Pun died, everything went to it shit. It went to shit, like, bro. Yeah, it went to shit. shit. Fat like, Joe appeared from time to time, you know, here and there, but but that was it was no more than that, you know. Yeah, bro. Um, Bro, Pun was the first Latino rapper to go platinum, bro. That's yep. how we want to be, bro. We want to be puns. You respected, know? Like we just bro. We want to be well-respected rappers in the game, you know? Lyricists. Well, honestly, I feel like as long as you continue to put out good content, like you put out the good, just good Correct. music, period, yep. you guys will get that validation. Like, yeah. I mean, it may take a while, but like you'll always be respected yeah. because you never went against what your core values were musically. Correct. Thank you, bro. Nah, definitely. Thank you. All right, did you have any more questions, Chris? Nah, man, just, you know, keep keep doing what y'all doing, man. I, I really do uh, like to see, again, not not just, you know, people of color, but, like, Latinos in general. For you real. Know, you know, laying, they, they putting their they foot down in, in, in the rap game and making their own way. But like you said, also not being caved in as a as a Latino artist or anything like that. Just, right. you know, the whole... Just an artist. <laughs> exactly. So <that's laughs> just an artist. <laughs> Kudos to y'all, man, for sure. Thank you, bro. Thank you, man. Yeah, thank you, guys. All right, well, I guess we'll just go ahead into our little discussion topic that we had uh, decided to do today. Yep. And that is, uh, what's your favorite, I guess, album, mixtape, EP, project, whatever motherfuckers are calling shit these days, so far in 2020? Now, a lot of people, I mean, we're only halfway through 2020. Yeah. Right. A lot of people have put out a lot of music. Number one, because everybody fucking home. They ain't got shit else yep. to do. Motherfuckers projects is coming out way sooner than they thought they was gonna come out. Still, <laughs> we still still waiting on that. I mean, we're we're both kind of re, we're re-re fans, so we waiting on that damn album to come out. I want to hear this fucking freaking oh, album. We haven't dropped since Anti, bro. I know. Hey, and I, like, I just I want to I want to know what this album sounds like, and we still waiting on Dre to drop Detox. So, you know, <laughs> damn, <laughs> oh that my ain't coming. Gosh. Like that ain't coming. Oh my god! I think it's I bring just, that up like once every four months. Or oh, bro, <laughs> it's just like Weezy and Joel's, bro. I can't feel my face. Oh yeah, facts. That shit was That's, supposed to come out. That, that was hard. They that always updated, though. They just said like a month ago, it's still coming. Still <laughs> oh, coming. My God. Hey, whenever Joel gets out, I guess. Yeah, once he's out, <laughs> exactly. They can pair oh, notes over the phone. As far as projects, uh, me and Slumo been slapping Nav, the Brown Boy 2 Deluxe yeah, version. Yeah, Brown Boy 2. That it's a, that's a hit for hit, bro. Like, I don't skip no songs. We had like an hour drive home the other day, and, and I swear yeah. we didn't skip one song. He was oh, just like, is this still Nav? I'm like, yeah, bro, it's the same album. <laughs> He's yeah, like, I damn. Actually, I did fuck dude. with that album a lot better than his last one. Like, his last uh, one was good, but this one. I'm like, a fan of all of them, yeah, bro. The Honestly, I'm a big fan of him. He's cool because he kind of melodizes. He, make his, he makes his own production. So mm-hmm. no, that's good. pretty dope. That's respected. Like, Oh, I didn't realize he was his own producer. Yeah, he is. And then he actually, he broke out. He produced Back to Back for Drizzy. Oh, okay. They're both from Canada. No one really knew that because I don't think he got properly credited. 
Yeah. Right. But yeah. yeah, I don't think he did. I mean, been, I knew he was from Canada. Open about it. He's been open about it in interviews. He's like, yeah, I did that, but he was cool with Meek. Like he got his foot in the game kind of from Meek. So they were like, was that was that weird for you knowing both of them? <laughs> he used to go by Beats by Nav, right? Before that's his Twitter still, I think Beats by Nav. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's still I, his at on Twitter. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm, I don't know if you guys wanted to keep. I don't, yeah, I don't know if y'all had a separate one each or if y'all were just going with the same one. Yeah, the Nav one's dope. I told Slow Mo I like uh, the new one that T Grizzly dropped, the smartest. Fucking slappers. Like, he has some. Yeah, that one was pretty hard too. Uh, I, I only heard a few songs, one. but the song. The new Lil Baby, My Turn. That shit's fucking. That's another I mean, one who, I haven't got. Who isn't yet. bumping that? That's been on the charts yeah. since it dropped. Like, that one's fire. Did you? Did any of you guys hear that Eminem and uh, and uh, Kid Cudi, the new mm-hmm. the new song the they, they did? I, I seen they dropped that, but I haven't gotten it dropped like last that. week. Yeah, it's pretty fire, bro. Eminem co-produced yeah. the beat. Okay. Yeah, he co he co-produced that, so that's pretty. It was pretty fire. I like the uh, I like the Roddy Rich album that came out. I know this is in December, but you know, more or less quarter. Yeah, one. that one was. Hey, fire, it's bro. close. It's close <laughs> enough. <laughs> High fashion, <laughs> high fashion was a banger. Uh, obviously, the box. Obviously, the box was a fucking banger. Um, there's a couple. Uh, there's a couple joints on there. Couple joints, yeah, bro. So definitely, that was yeah, one yeah. Roddy Rich, he he's hard too. He's one, a- I know one of the ones I was fucking hard with is the one we just did a review for not too long ago. Uh, Alfredo with Freddie Gibbs and the Alchemist. Oh yep, Ooh, I saw that. That joint was a straight banger all the way through. Hey, and Freddie Gibbs, man, he bro, Freddie sh- Gibbs is he's hard, he goes man. in. He's a monster. Like yeah, every every that project that we've looked at of his in like the past two years has been vicious as shit. The last one I had was Pinata. That was fire. Yeah, that yeah, was dope. Like, you need to dope. check out Bandana also. Oh yeah, uh, I saw that. I saw they did Bandana. And then uh, Fetty with uh, Currency. I did see Fetty Currency. Oh my God, he just dropped with he dropped an EP with Cardo Got Wings. Oh okay. He dropped sure. an EP with. Man, he drops like EPs collabing with people all the time. Yeah, now nah, he do. He definitely yeah, do. That's true. He and, really and that's do. One, that's one of the things that we were talking about. Uh, I guess Freddie Gibbs, the last, you know, in, in our opinion, Freddie Gibbs' his last three projects, the joint with Currency. Yep. Uh, he had um, this one ba- with Alchemist. Bandana, yeah. And, Both and, of them with Mad Lib. All, all, Both with Mad Lib. Mad Libs or Mad Lib. Um, it, we were just talking about how he's picking the right people to work with. And I feel like that's. Yeah, it seems like he's. Uh, yeah. He's making sure the moves are done correctly, bro. For sure. For sure. And it's working for him, bro. No, no, definitely. Definitely. Man, I didn't even know you guys did uh, album reviews as well. Yeah, yeah I didn't no. that, bro. We do, we do old school album reviews, new school album reviews, Hell and yeah. then our regular episodes. Nah, we'll, that's pretty cool, bro. He's a little bit a, a generation older. I'm not going to put any age on him. But he's a generation older than I am. I'm, I'm, I'm 27, so like we like the. How old are you, bro? Are you? I'm 37. Oh, okay. So they're like okay. our older brother, kind of around our older brother. Our yeah. older brothers, yeah. He's like 33. Yeah. So, so he, you know, he, he has a, a different, you know, obviously a broader range, a broader mm-hmm. range. Exactly. But so, I also get him hindered because I didn't listen to a lot of new niggas that came out, and like yeah. my thing is like I am. Do you listen com- to him now? I've been listening to him, yeah, and I've I've actually gotten respect and come to How like a couple feel? of them. Like I didn't like I didn't fuck with Uzi Vert or any of them at, at first, but yeah, now yeah. like I was gonna say Uzi Vert's latest album was actually really dope. Eternal and I did not take, know that. Yeah. yeah, I did not know that he could actually rap like that. 
So yeah. like I've gained a lot of respect. They're for, Wayne's kids, bro. They're yeah. Wayne's kids. I've I've learned I've learned a lot of respect for newer rappers, but you know I'm I'm old school. My I I typically go towards the old and then get get excited when my old niggas release like, new music. Like East Coast. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I grew up East Coast primarily. New York, all New York, pretty much. All like Jay, I grew all up like on. Wu Tang, Biggie, like the entire Bad Boy family, like yep. I said, um, the entire the Terror Squad, the Locks, DMX and the Rough Riders, Ooh. all of that, all of that. Yeah. Like when it, when okay. it came to Southern music, I I first did. I was only fucking with No Limit at first. No like, limit. Ooh, was, no limit. Bro. I couldn't stand Hard the Hot shit. Boys back in the day. I could not stand uh, Lil damn. Wayne back in the day. Damn. The only person that I really fucked with from that entire juvie. crew was Juvie. Juvie. <laughs> yeah. juvie. Everyone was Juvie. Because yes. <laughs> he was their first breakout star. So surprisingly, mm -hmm. he was the first one, bro. Oh yeah. And I just I just fucked with his flow the best. Like I just thought that he was just really dope at what he did. And he always managed to get a really vicious ass beat to to put anything to bro, even like Manny, even bro. slow motion. Like that joint was a mad cool out song and he just yep. murdered it so yep. did you guys hear the new collab tape he did with birdman the it's called just another gangster it dropped la at the end of last year they did a whole collab album he i remember with, hearing about it but i didn't hear it he signed with cash money again he's part of rich gang oh, shit. Okay. so they did a whole album i remember was it two years ago i think maybe three before uh mystical went back to jail him yep. and Juvie did an uh, either an album or a mixtape together. Like I think it was called Mardi Gras uh, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. That joint was dope. Hell yeah! I think fucking Boosie just did one with C Murder. Speaking of No Limit, oh shit, he did one like at the end of 2018. I think he phoned in all his verses. Like to say, how is that possible? <laughs> Murder phoned in all his verses. Yeah. Let me but, ask y'all right. How do y'all feel about? How do y'all feel oh, about the amount of releases that that are you know? Because nowadays, short spans, bro. It's short spans. Every dog, it's like every, it's like fast food music. Like people, process yeah, you get it like really one, is. one tape and then you're not even done listening to future and then gonna drops. Like you exactly. gotta go listen yeah. to all this. So, so, yeah, we had this conversation uh, at the beginning of the year. We even went through a 16 week period or, or 18 week period where we dropped a brand, a new song every week. A new song, every new week. video, new something. Because every it week. just seems like it, it, like you said, bro, it's just so fast paced. It's you just like now it's just next, like bro. man everyone's dropping all yeah, the time bro. all the time before it's like you drop an album you'd listen to that whole album you'd for let a it year, simmer in two years let it simmer so another yeah. one came out you we know? also let the artists rejuvenate themselves and get themselves more creative process and for the yeah. next more one. life that they can draw upon yeah. for the music so facts it, bro it burns you out bro cuz we we like i said we went 18 weeks new song every week and it's like you get to a point where it's like, man, what the fuck, you know? I mean, like, I, I really do commend people who can do it, but I just feel like what's what's the point of oversaturating the market? Like if you're yeah. going to be putting out like that's one thing I had a problem with, like with Lil Wayne back when he was on his mixtape thing. And I also had a problem with Future back when he was really popping out mixtapes. Very, was, very often. Yeah. And it was like you come out with a mixtape, but it wouldn't be that great. Yeah, and it, or or one of them would be one awesome. or two songs would be all right. Yeah, and then and you then come the out rest. with an album, and the album is like, why didn't you do this? Why didn't you use the shit from the mixtape for the album? Because the shit on the mixtape was hotter than whatever it was you had on the album. <laughs> so it's just like you have like a span of like six mixtapes that are all fire, and then you come out with two albums that are trash. It's just like don't yeah. don't do that. Like save up your material for that. Like I've never been a huge person on oversaturation. I agree. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I agree, and that's one thing that. Uh, Wally and I recently touched based on too is I told him bro I, I just don't feel like we should I, I feel like we I mean we started late 2014 so it's six years you know and 
And so over the six years, you build a pretty decent catalog. So I'm like, I feel like we have a good enough catalog to where now we could finally take our time and strategize each release, yep. you know, and, and that way increase the quality of music as well as increase the quality of the drop, you know, so Facts. Yeah. yeah so, I would, I would even, honestly, I would even personally, I would encourage artists to, instead of worrying about like projects, EPs, or even albums or mixtapes, I would just focus more on single releases and things like that, just because of the whole, the way thing, you know, things are going. The way people take it in now. Exactly. It's no, like you said, there's no point in exhausting yeah, and trying to make a, a, a EP or a mixtape, a full length mixtape, if people are going to be over it within, you know, two, three weeks, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's hard. That fast, it's bro. That it's fast. It's balance, you know? So I, I, I just. Agree. Just a few years ago, taking it back to, I think it was the last thing Ludacris dropped, uh, which was 1.21 gigawatts. gigawatts. That was a, that was like 2012. Was that, was that before Ludaversal? Yeah, um, I think like it was years yeah. before. Uh, dude, I'm telling you, I listened to that tape for like three years, you know, like for real. It's such a good tape that it's yeah. like, I listened to it for so long. Even now, if maybe a song were to come on, I'd probably let it play, you know, like, <laughs> that's how it was back then it's like the quality of the music was so good you can listen to it for such a long time you wouldn't get tired of it exactly yeah. and that's no. that's definitely another discussion that we've had before <laughs> for real yeah. now i, I want to know what is y'all's um what is y'all's view on the 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 way that they're doing albums these days like as in how many tracks are on an album oh you yeah see, for a while we had the really, really long albums where it was like 19, 20, 24 tracks. And then yep. they just went back to like like 10, like between like seven and 10 for a while. Like everybody did, was just yeah. doing that. And then Quickly. now people are moving back to like the 20 track albums. Like 25. <laughs> yeah. Well, what do, what do you guys think about that? Well, I think it's due to the RIAA. They switched up the standards for streaming. So mm. the more songs you have and some people just don't even notice that it switches to the next song. Mm-hmm. So I don't think they realize like, oh, there's like if they do play the whole album, each one of each song that you spin ends up being more more streams for that artist. So oh, okay. as long as you have more content on the album, it does equal out to more streams in the end. Yeah, See, but I've always heard I've always heard like on um like academics is DJ Academics yeah. on that on the breakdowns. Yeah. The breakdowns how like certain artists they'll put a bunch of, you know, throwaways or whatever that I mean, that's what fucking, that's what they say Drake's demo tapes was. Mm-hmm. It was just leaks and throwaways. Yeah. And, I mean, that's, that's what it was, you know, definitely. And, and he and, still and, and, charted number two on billboards. Like, exactly, exactly. He charted number two on throwaways. It's crazy. On th- and then he did Care Package, and Care Package was like 2010 to 2015 leaks right. that right, never right. got officially released. And he went number one with that. Like, bro, wow. bro, come on. With throwaways. With throwaways and leaks <laughs> that never got official releases. Wow. You know, this is actually some insightful stuff to hear from an artist about like yeah. what the RIAA says regarding their standards for you know streaming yeah, or whatever, I mean, whatever. Because it's it like matters. simply we don't we don't know that. I guess it's only you'll know, you only really know that if you're either an artist or an executive in the music industry. Yeah, the average it, listener yeah. wouldn't know that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But as far as that goes, I mean, I feel like, and then I mean, there's still some artists that do those super long. Albums, yeah, like E40, freaking 24 tracks, and then he does. And that's not even a deluxe. Two sides like, to it, standard. so it's like two edition, and it's volume one and volume two together, and it's like 48 new songs. And, and other than oh, volume fuck. one, volume two, he'll still do four, three, four, five, and six, like behind that. 
Man, I would have like six Let's not get started with Chris Brown. <laughs> you know Chris Brown had that four, that what forty album track album. No, I think I think during Christmas of 2018 he dropped the Christmas one, and they had like 60 songs. Oh like, yeah, yeah, some <laughs> shit like that, bro. Like hella. Damn. It was just songs from his vault, you know? Like yeah, man, yeah. For sure. See, that reminds me of like back in the day they used to do compilations. Like, like, yeah, it'd be like it would be like a dance hall compilation, but it would be like they would take one rhythm, but everybody who had a hot song from that rhythm, they put them on like a 40 track album. So it would just yeah. like be one big ass loop of a bunch one of different mix. party songs. <laughs> one mix, so that's yeah. what that reminds me of. But like just all in different shit with 40 songs. Like, damn, that's <laughs> for real. Bro. Bro. That's for like a, a long drive if you don't want to be changing the music. Like just right. let it play. If you want to just listen to that one yeah, artist wanna, the whole yeah, fucking that one. time. <laughs> that's true. That you gotta be in the right mood. I'd be like six out, six uh, six joints in. I'd be like, all right, I'm tired of this. Let me. Yeah. Who's someone you can? Who's someone you can consistently bump? Like, oh, like you don't mind? Like, oh, an hour of them's cool. Like, I'll bump an hour of them. For me, I'm gonna go modern day artists. I'm gonna yeah, go, modern day anybody, anybody. I'm gonna go. I, I'm a big Future fan. You Future's know, uh, fire, bro. His whole uh, mixtape run. Future in 2015 uh, when he dropped Dirty Sprite Two and he ES Two. Yeah. He did 56 uh, Nights. Yo, 56, yo, 56 Nights is my favorite of uh, Future Joint. Bro, no compadre on that is like one oh, of my favorites. No, we never gonna lose. That's my bro, shit. That, that dropped That's when them, I was driving bro. to Mexico for the first first time. I had just graduated high school. I listened to 56 Nights. I was at the dentist. I had a Mexican dentist. I went to get my, my teeth done in Mexico that, that summer. Oh, okay. And that whole time, I had my... I had to fucking sit there, bro, in the fucking chair like while, while he's doing my teeth. But I had headphones. I'm like, fuck right. it. He had Wi-Fi. No one else in Mexico. Like, none of, my, none of my family had Wi-Fi, bro. So I turned the Wi-Fi on, and I downloaded DS2 because it dropped that day. Oh, damn. And I, and I still had, like, three more days of dentist work. So for, like, oh, the next damn. few days, I was just slapping fucking DS2. Hell, yeah. So I, I got very familiar with that album. That hey, summer, hey, dog, I was just telling my man, that that's, that's a modern-day classic. There's no skips on that either, Mo- dog. Modern-day classic, bro, for real. And then he did. The fucking joint was Zaytoven Beast Mode. Then they just did the mm-hmm. follow up at the end of I think eighteen. They did Beast Mode two. Yeah, yep, yep. All hits, no misses, bro. I swear, all hits, no misses. I, I agree. For modern artists, I'd probably have to go with Run the Jewels. Run the like, Jewels is fire, bro. I can go through one through RTJ one through four and just so listen I, to them all in a row. Like it, I heard no you say, um, you went to that Clips concert. Fucking we like three years ago. I think in twenty seventeen. Pusha came to Utah mm-hmm. and he did a, a five dollar concert. You only pay five oh, bucks and you That's get in. Good. It was packed, bro. bro I went with my homie. Packed. So he was the headliner, and right before him was Run the Jewels. So I caught their set. Mm-hmm. I think it was Run the Run the Jewels 2 dropped around that yeah. time. So it was dope. Like I caught them live. I caught Pusha live. Pusha had just dropped his uh Darkest Before Dawn prelude, like in 2015. Okay. So he did like crutches, crosses, caskets. He did fucking untouchable with the Biggie sample. Nice. That that's a fucking banger right there. Yeah, I haven't seen RTJ yet, but I do want to. But like they're so big now that like yeah. their shows are and like crazy uh, expensive. Killer Mike, he's like a social activist now. Like, oh, he's no, like, he's been a social activist for yeah, years. Yeah, for real, he has. Yeah, he he's so involved. Like he's anytime there's uh, political talks, you know he's he's on camera talking about it somewhere. Of course, yeah. 
Let me see. I mean, we had actually we had a they had a five dollar concert. I want to say, damn, this was probably almost ten years ago now. Oh shit! Um, back when J Cole first came out, he he okay. was doing one of those five dollar concerts. Yeah. But they had so many people that by the time I heard about it, because I was it was at University of Maryland, but I didn't yep. go to Maryland, but I lived yeah. by close by, and my friend was like, "Yo, the concert's going down." Blah blah blah. I was like, "All right, get me a ticket." He wasn't even able to get me a ticket because the shit sold out so fast. Yeah, that that makes sense. <laughs> I actually caught um, I caught J Cole on the 2014 Four Sales Drive Tour. Oh yeah, he, he made a stop here in Salt Lake and was that an arena tour? Did he do an arena tour for that one? Uh, no, that's he actually he hit the bigger the biggest venue you can hit before mm-hmm. arena. arena. Okay, yeah. and it was the bigger stage. It's called what the was complex. it? The complex? It was the complex on the big side because there's a small side and a big side. Okay. So, and he sold out the big side. Like my homie, actually, I wasn't cool with one of my homies. I was still in high school with with him. Mm-hmm. But then, as an apology, he actually caught me the ticket without telling me. He was like, "Bro, come with me to the J Cole concert. Like, I don't want to go alone." <laughs> I was like, oh, "I'm like hell yeah, my apology boy." Apology like, accepted. I was right? like, "For real." I'm like, "I appreciate <laughs> that, bro." Like, I wasn't like I wasn't even expecting that. So I yeah. caught caught the whole thing. And honestly, I, I hadn't really tuned into j cole prior to that that was the first project i really tuned in like i listened to i soaked it all in i admired that piece of work oh yeah and he he sounded just like he did on the vocals of the album like live he sang that shit live. oh no he's a beast i got to i did get to see him live eventually you saw him here at the fillmore in silver spring fillmore yeah but um it was it's a smaller venue I, the one thing I will never forget about that concert is that me, my boy Alex, and his at the time his it was his girl, but it's his ex now. We yeah. waited almost two hours in the rain in the line Damn. to watch the show. Damn, was it an outside venue or no? It was an indoor venue. Oh, <laughs> uh, you finally got let in. Yep. Oh and then, man. But the the show was dope. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't trade the experience for the world. Yeah, it was hell a yeah. Experience. For real. Now I I actually went to a J Cole concert as well. I'm oh sure. shit. It was a different year, but um, again at 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 the same Fillmore place, but he was doing. Was uh, it for your eyes only? Or? No, no, no. It was um, he was doing uh, Born Center. It was the I think it was, it might have been Born Center. He was doing the Dollar in a Dream tour where it the was, one with Workout Workout for me. Uh, no, that was um, I think that was before Born Born Center. That, that was that was right right before that. But but the point is that the concert was one dollar. You just had to go up. Oh shit! Oh. But the only and thing you got in, you got in. First, yeah, I got in. It was first come, first serve, though. So, you know, like if you was short, you was short. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. No if, ands, or buts. Sorry, <laughs> we just sold out. Wow. <laughs> nah, They'll facts. just stop you at the door, like, er. facts, facts. We'll but not dope concert, though. Dope ass concert, man. Since we're on the right. topic of concerts, what yeah. is your what's your favorite concert you've been to? It, do, it doesn't even have to matter if it's hip hop, but like, what's your favorite concert you've ever I been mean, to? I mean, they've mostly been hip for me. I mean, I went to, uh, there was one called the Mount Cushmore Tour. That was fucking, that was Wiz, that was Snoop, that was Cypress Hill, that was Flatbush Zombies, that Uh, was... That sounds like the 420 tour that was supposed to be here in April. It was a a 420 tour, they just called it Mount, so that was an arena one. My homie's girl worked at fucking Kroger's, so they got discounted tickets for being employees, and and they asked me and my cousin, they're like, hey, you guys want to go? Like, we can get the tickets for you. I'm like, fuck yeah, I've never seen Wiz, I've never seen Snoop live, like, or Cypress Hill, and we're, I mean, we're fucking kind of in that lane of Cypress Hill, too, I would say, like, so we're pretty, we, we look up to them, so I had to catch that, and then on top of that, I'm a big Wheezy fan. I finally caught Weezy live, like in oh, 2018. Shit. He came to, he had never come to, he came to Salt Lake in 2013 for the Drake vs. Lil Wayne. Mm-hmm. 
but, but prior to that he had never never come that was the last oh, time shit. he came so it so took I, him five years took him to five come more back. years to come and he came he came out with young money gutta gutta was there hoodie baby was there like all the original yeah. young money okay. mac main was there they were all on stage it was so it was dope like i was the one of the one of the many people singing every song he did fucking he started with a mix man his catalog is deep so he did a millie he did mainly like yeah, carter three and newer music. it was like carter three and newer. Yes. I, don't, I don't think he went before that but it was fucking he has the drummer on set he doesn't necessarily just do the beat oh wow. he, he has an actual drummer so drummer and a dj so they just be fucking oh, i'm, I'm not live drummer solos and shit Right, right. And I'm not the biggest fan of the. I'm not the biggest. It's fan, cool. But it's a good experience. It's cool if you have it because we've performed and we've had a live drummer on our set. Yeah, we did. And it's hard because it it hypes you up. But when I'm like, when I go see an artist and he has a live drum set and it's like, uh, why can't I just hear the real beat? You know, like yeah. I just want to hear the original what they know, song. What they know, yeah. Um, what I'm used to listening. Because that's a, my favorite one was probably the Ice Cube and Snoop Dogg concert. Because they had a lot of West Coast artists that opened up too. Mm-hmm. So we got to see a bunch of West Coast artists and then Ice Cube and, and Snoop. And you went to Summer Jam too, no, bro? Summer Jam, yeah. I went to that and that was Glasses Malone. That was Pitbull. Uh, who else was there? Baby Bash, I think. Baby Bash was wow. there. Um, <laughs> and 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 I was with my cousin that day. Two of my cousins, they're twins. And they're like, yo, let's try to get backstage. And they found a way to get backstage. And we ended up meeting Baby Bash. He smoked us out in his little uh, room in the back. Uh, some fire, bro. Some fire. I was stupid. I mean, he's afterwards. a big weed connoisseur. Um, we met Danny Trejo. He was kicking it with Bash. Danny Trejo's the machete guy. Yeah. yeah. Badass, too. Hell yeah. We got to, we got to chop it up with him for a little bit. He was really cool. He kept us from getting kicked out, actually, because <laughs> we didn't have backstage passes. They just jumped like, oh, over the cool fence, bro. Oh, wow. And I was like, bet. And then we met Glasses Malone talking about Mr. Capone. He was there. We met him. We met Pitbull. My cousin kind of fanned out and took a picture with him. Um, <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. Yeah, we got to meet a bunch of people that day just because we snuck backstage. It was kind of cool. That's dope. <laughs> for real though I, I got we, smoked out with rapper weed back in the day oh know? yeah it's hard to get <laughs> <laughs> yeah bro for sure. and even just because we're on concerts we we've opened up for some some big names too like so we've had good experiences as being people in the audience and opening up for these big acts so it's we've kind of cool. seen both ends of the spectrum mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's it's nerve-wracking when you're on the other end you know on you got stage. a big crowd. You're about to come up on stage. Yeah. Um, but yeah, because we vote. We even years later, we opened up for Baby Bash. Yeah, um, we did. My, my older brother DJ to set. He's kind of good friends with him. And then we we did like Mozzie. We did you know yeah. Filthy Rich, Filthy Lil Rich Pump. from Oakland. Yeah, right. Lil Pump. We Blue did Lil Pump when he came over here. Um, we even did um, no the product. We did a. Do you guys remember? Um, I fuck with her. She's a beast. She's a beast, she's bro. Crazy. Yeah, she's we've beast. done. We we've we've done two of her shows. We've done two of her concert she shows. She sells it out like it's. Yeah, nah. Fucking yeah. over a thousand people, easy. Um, but do you guys remember Afro Man? 
Yeah. Because I got high. Mm-hmm. That was our Afro first. Man. That was our. That was first. our very first like big show that we Yo, ever got. Was that's Afro dope. Man. Yeah, yeah. The promoter. <laughs> the promoter texted uh, Mo. He texted yeah, it was Mo. so. So check this out, you guys. It was because back then, five years ago, it was hard to get shows, bro. Like there was only certain promoters you could hit up right. that could plug you in, you know, and and so I was hitting up all these promoters that I could. That I could digging for emails, and uh, shit. digging for emails on Google and shit, and a lot of them were like, "Yeah, I don't do that anymore. Try hitting up this guy," and I'd hit up this guy. And, no, man, I don't handle that anymore. Hit up this guy, and then finally I hit up this guy. Fucking loophole. And uh, <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, man, I'm I'm actually my heart's just not in it. I'm thinking about getting out of the game. However, this is the last show I'm throwing. It's Afro Man. Are you in? Fuck yeah, Here I'm in." Are told wally you know and oh i and, had a yeah. fake id for that i was like 19 oh he came prepared a, this time <laughs> this time <laughs> I, was, the bush. I have a cousin bro we, we actually, have a cousin that we're looks blood just cousins. like wally <laughs> yeah we're first cousins so <laughs> he just had long hair in the pic but at one point i did have long hair so okay. so, so oh, check this man. out check this out so so our dad <clears throat> and his dad are cousins and our mom and his mom are sisters so we're like he looks Related a lot like Wally, ends. bro. Related on both ends. Um, wow. And so they let him in like nothing. And that's the they idea. They saw a brown dude on the pick, a brown dude in life. <laughs> it matched. Like, it matched. Same shade of brown. Perfect, man. Come in. Like on Family Guy when he holds up the, the little fucking color grid. Next yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, wait dude. a minute. <laughs> yeah, bro. That's, so, a, that's that a fucked up scene, but it's funny as shit. <laughs> it's crazy, dude. It's so crazy. Yeah, that show was a, a success, bro. It was our first show. We ended up. Yeah, making, we got to chop it up with him afterwards. We talked. Too. To him. We that's took dope. a few pictures. Got his number. Got his custom um, Afro Man forties. The Froties. They had little. <laughs> They're called on Froties. Them. They got an Afro and he Man. Fucking, on. He signed it for me, bro. And he signed a picture for that's me. Dope, man. That's dope. He even shit. gave Slow Mo his contact. His, his number and shit. Yeah. He's like, yeah, if you guys need dope. me for your, for a feature, like hit my line. He's like, you can tap in directly. I'm like, fuck yeah, bro. Damn, damn. Yeah. that's the old school nigga humble. though, right there. Where you don't have humble, to go dude. through all the all the yeah, all the this person shit. and that person. That's independent, bro. He, and he saw us do it live. You know, he's like, you oh guys yeah, he saw the live. set. He saw you the know, set. like th- that was a really good set. Like, good shit. You know, and then. He's, and then he went on, and then we waited for him to get off. And then we he played his guitar, bro. He actually just plugged yeah, in. He's he old school. He plugged in his phone. He had the waves on his phone. And he plugged bro, it he into came through with Dickies, his Adidas flip-flops. No DJ. Socks, no no DJ. DJ. Tablet. Plugged it in. <laughs> with an aux Started board, doing his set, bro. And then what he fucking played the guitar, bro. Oh, and he played the guitar. <laughs> but he sings, guitar. he sings good as fuck live. That shit was lit. Like, that show He's got hard. dumb lit. That's what's up. Super good experience. That's what's up. That's awesome to hear. So, yeah, it's, probably it's, one of the best shows I've seen live. Yeah, for sure. Very interesting. Okay. All right. Well, that's all we're going to do today, guys. Um, Hell yeah. But thank y'all for coming through. Really appreciate getting to know you guys, hanging out with you, ch- chatting it up. Thank yeah. you, bro. Um, thank you guys. Um, no problem. No problem. Uh, we typically do do an album review. Or not an album review. An album suggestion. Yeah, I can't say shit yet. Yeah. Uh, do album suggestion at the end of the episode. Do you guys have an album you'd like to suggest for the listeners out there? Yeah, well, I got you one. Have one. I have yeah. one, too. I'll, I would say, um, if you haven't, like I mentioned, I'm a Wheezy fan. Check out Carter 4. Came out in, like, 2011 rave reviews but i honestly that's one i can listen to front to back 
a lot of bangers, a lot of good, um, a lot of good verbs thrown around might go over your head. So run it back a few times, but you can dissect it and, and get mind blown just like I did. Carter Four, check that out. There you go. And and prior to the show, bro, I wasn't actually sure if this this uh, suggestion was gonna fit in, okay. <laughs> but now I think it is. So the one I was gonna suggest was Capital Punishment by B. Big Fun. Fun. There um, we go. An album I could listen to without skipping a damn track. I can listen God to even right. the skits. I can listen to them. Yes. Sir. Um. So yeah, Capital Punishment by Big Pun. If you guys want to go back and dig in the crates. Great, great, great album. Look, for that's real. actually that's actually an album that we reviewed on our podcast a couple couple months ago, and I had yeah, never heard of it. Until, I, mean, I had heard of it, but I had yeah, never yeah, I yeah. haven't heard the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, but obviously, he's a big fan of pun, so he got he got me into same it. here, bro. Yeah, just for real, same huge, here. Huge buck a pun fan. I, I'd I'd put him up there as, with my top three, and oh, yeah. even as one of my idols, if people still have eyes bro and the fact know, that but... he was such a big guy and can still flow uh-huh. with the amount the amount of syllables he was using yeah and and have breath control i'm like yep. damn this guy is fucking hard. something like he has hard. skills yeah he, he has skills, ridiculous skills and his wordplay was ridiculous the oh, words that he gosh. chose to use sometimes yeah, were bro. just ridiculous but i also remember watching a um thing about him like after he died yeah they were talking about i think it was like fat joe was talking about like yeah he would he would literally like read through the dictionary and look for words bro eminem did the same shit like it's a proven even he would proven tactic he would play scrabble back in back in his teenage years Mm -hmm. he'd play scrabble with one of his one of his older sisters that was like in college an older cousin and dude he would beat her at scrabble and even though she was a college student, he'd be like ah you're a college student i'm beating you you know like because <laughs> he was that good with words he was bro. like he built words. off of words she would write and he would write like other words and she'd be like no nah, that's not a word he's like no nah, that is a word check it check it they check right. it mm-hmm. fucking word bro there he was go. crazy good there you go for real though r.i.p no r.i.p pun big pun all right, well, guys, well, thank you for, again for coming and hanging out with us today. Uh, do you want to let them, let everybody out here know where they can find you guys on the internet? <laughs> yeah, slow mo, let them know. Online. Yeah, so you guys can find us uh, pretty much all the all, all the popular spots. Yeah. All, all the popular the pop- spots where the kids are hanging out these days. <laughs> Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat. Spotify, all at UA The Duo. Um, U-A space T-H-E the and then duo D-U-O Twitter's the only one that's a little different that one's at the official U-A and that's yep. T-H-A official U-A and then if you want to follow me personally you can follow me on Instagram at slowmo S-L-O-W-M-O underscore U-A and Wally let them know same with me yeah follow me on Instagram that's uh, at Wally W-A-L-L-Y underscore U-A Wally UA, get at me. All right. Thank you, fellas. We appreciate you coming through and chilling with us, man. Thank you, guys, man. Appreciate you having us. All right. And for responding. (laughs) Thank you very much. Have a good day, you guys. All right. All right. We'll catch y'all later. Thanks. Y'all can find us on social medias, uh, Instagram and Twitter at HQ Podcast. Please just spell it out. Just just spell it out. I'm tired of telling you. Come on. We're tired. We're tired. We're tired. Spell that shit out. You know, you can find us for your listening pleasure on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, 
uh, Spotify, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. You can also find us on Facebook if you look up at hip or if you look up Hip Hop Heads Podcast. We appreciate everybody listening to us, no matter what platform you're on, listening to us. Like, share, you know, show some love, comment, whatever y'all can do. But we will catch y'all later. Love y'all, world. Peace. Peace.